I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we actually just have two stories to go over. No mini stories, and these two stories will take up the whole episode. Let's get into it. So for our first story, Harry and Meghan Markle dodge paparazzi in a high-speed car chase in New York City. So according to reports, Harry, Meghan, and Meghan's mom, Doria, were in Manhattan on Tuesday night attending a charity event. Following the event, they were allegedly chased by paparazzi, and a spokesperson for the couple put out the following statement, quote, Last night, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and Miss Ragland were involved in a near-catastrophic car chase at the hands of a ring of highly aggressive paparazzi. This relentless pursuit, lasting over two hours, resulted in multiple collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and two NYPD officers being hurt. While being a public figure comes with a level of interest from the public, it should never come at the cost of anyone's safety. End quote. But then, pretty quickly following this statement, the New York Police Department put out a statement citing a different version of events. They said that they did assist the couple in getting out of the city, but that there were no collisions or injuries as the couple had claimed there were. Here is the exact NYPD statement, quote, on Tuesday evening, May 16th, the NYPD assisted the private security team protecting the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. There were numerous photographers that made their transport challenging. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex arrived at their destination and there were no reported collisions, summonses, injuries, or arrests in regard, end quote. The mayor of New York, Eric Adams, touched on the subject during a press conference as well and also cast doubt on the couple's statement saying, quote, I would find it hard to believe that there was a two hour high speed chase. That would be I find it hard to believe, but we will find out the exact duration of it, end quote. I hate to say it, but the cynic in me can't help but feel this timing is fishy, convenient The coronation went off pretty much without a hitch just recently, and all the focus was on the royal family in Britain and overall pretty positive. And then what do you know? This story comes out and brings the focus back onto Harry and Meghan, who do paint themselves as perpetual victims. The documentary focused a lot on what happened to Harry's mother, Diana, and their fear that they might suffer the same fate. 
So this incident would fit right into the narrative that they have built. But with both the mayor and the NYPD casting doubt on their version of events, the public is still able to separate fact from fiction in this situation. If anything else pops up, though, that brings additional information to light that backs up what they're saying, I will definitely keep you guys posted and let you know. For our next story today, I do want to issue a content warning. This story involves a murder and abusive behavior. So we have to discuss Bob Lee's life on trial. So since his murder, people have been looking deeper into Bob Lee's past. And if you guys can't remember who he is, he was the Silicon Valley, um, you know, I believe CEO of Cash App or founder of Cash App who was murdered recently. And people are finding some of his behavior in the past to be less than pristine, to put it lightly. According to the Daily Mail, the 43-year-old tech founder was allegedly a regular at underground sex parties, and these parties involved a lot of drugs and Silicon Valley's elite. Initially, the idea that someone murdered Bob Lee over an affair with his sister didn't really feel like it made a ton of sense, but... It makes more sense now in the context of finding out all that he was involved in. Underground sex rings, underground drug rings. Who would want their married sister getting involved with that kind of stuff? It was probably never going to end well. Apparently, Bob's nickname was quote-unquote Crazy Bob as he took his partying to the extreme, using ketamine and cocaine very regularly. He reportedly would party without pants on the regular, attend raves all over the world, and frequently sleep with more than one woman in a night. That said, his ex-wife definitely denies a lot of these claims, saying that he was, quote, more mature than that, end quote, but who knows what he did or did not share with his ex-wife. It's totally unfortunate that after his murder, people would choose to really dig into his behavior, but they're also digging into the behavior of the alleged killer, Nima, who is also said to have been struggling with a serious drug addiction and violent tendencies, of course, (laughs) as we have seen play out most likely. He had allegedly abused an ex-girlfriend and had an obsession with weaponry, He had a very large collection of knives and guns that he was very proud of. An anonymous friend of his revealed to the press that there are a lot of times where Nima couldn't form a full sentence because he was so high and that this was a common occurrence for Nima. He also frequently engaged in sex workers and eventually his name showed up on a list that names potentially dangerous or violent clientele to kind of warn other sex workers about. As we know, his murderer confronted Lee about his relationship with his sister just before he stabbed Lee to death. An autopsy revealed that Bob Lee did have both ketamine and cocaine in his system at the time of his death. At the end of the day, even though Nima may have been worried about his sister or that she might be involved in drugs or these sex rings, at the end of the day, both of them are adults 
and they can do what they want. None of this warrants violence. And if they wanted to do drugs or participate in extramarital affairs, they can do that. Nothing warrants a murder ever. Our heart goes out to his family and having to hear these rumors at this time. At the end of the day, no matter how he lived his life, he is the victim here. But I wanted to keep you guys posted as this new information is coming to light and kind of explaining a little bit deeper motivations in this case. Let's hope that he gets some justice for a life cut too short. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Although the world is full of suffering, it's also full of overcoming it. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugar-free media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.